Bam. Well, maybe you shouldn't say bam or boom, but yeah, impeach 46. He stole the election anyway. Anyway, it's good to be with you bigots this evening, this morning, depending on your time zone. We're going to talk about Afghanistan. While people are still trickling in, I'll show you something here. We have the uh, Epstein map available. The link is in the description. It's the second link there. It says Epstein poster. Uh, you can see it is not the one that people assumed. Go in and get that from ancreport.com slash shop. You can smash, like, and share. It's, uh, well, if you share the video, that's great, but it'll be gone soon, but let them know. Look, we can only go live all the way until October, and then we have to delete the video because this channel already has a warning for bullying Epstein and a strike for daring to say that Palestinians are human beings. Of course they are. God's chosen lunatics have decided they're going to threaten Iran. This is a lot of hot air, but Bennett is talking about striking Iran because Iran is enriching uranium to 60%, which means probably like 40. You need 90 to build a bomb, by the way. But Iran is doing this because the terms of the Iran deal were that they would cap their uranium enrichment down to 3%, 3 in exchange for not having all these pointless sanctions placed on them. Well... They have all the pointless sanctions placed on them, so why shouldn't they enrich uranium? Israel's trying to have it both ways. They don't want to go back to the Iran deal. They also don't want uranium enrichment. Ironic, since Israel enriches uranium, Israel stole uranium from the United States, as well as the uh, trade secrets, and illegally built an arsenal of nuclear weapons. Well, they want to point their finger at Iran, which is not enriching uranium to the levels needed for even the most primitive atomic bomb. They, are, they do have it high enough for medical isotopes and other purposes. But, um, hey, this is what you get. Now, their defense minister, Gantz, has fallen in line. I told you it can get worse than Netanyahu, and it is. They are continuing to bomb Syria. Let me get proper in this chair for a second. Netanyahu's final farewell bombing in Syria was in Latakia. Unsuccessful, the Russian air defense was able to knock everything out. Uh, and then recently, 22 out of 24 were blocked. But they continue, and they bombed Gaza again as well. And they've announced 2,000 new supremacist settlements in the West Bank. And all the U.S. does is give them more money. And all the U.S. media does is ignore all of it. They ignore all of it. And they make excuses for the GCL, God's Chosen Lunatics. This is why this is so important to understand and condemn the real racist, right, Zionist. The U.S. would not have sanctions on Iran or be guarding the poppy fields. They wouldn't have been in Iraq twice. They would not be in Syria presently. And they would not have invaded Libya if not for Israeli interests. 
This cabal bribes and blackmails the Congress. They run the media. Now, a bunch of blueberries did not take over the media and start promoting warmongering just because that's what blueberries do. A bunch of blueberries run the media because they have state assistance to get into those positions. And they push for war because it's good for business in the MIC, but it's also good for them. Them every time. And them every time does not mean a some sort of racial teleology. It does not mean some sort of predestined genetic disposition of a particular group that's retarded them every time means if you see said group which is such a small minority take over such key positions and are involved in organized crime from everything from human trafficking to organ trafficking and you see a clutch on the bottlenecks in the press and you see them go after particular industries that would be beneficial for the lunatic state the proper conclusion is not genetic determinism the proper conclusion is obviously a state and before that a prejudiced faction trying to create a state wants to benefit itself and there are people, because of their racist ideology, who feel a sense of ethnic loyalty to this cabal, who are willing to work with it. Race isn't the problem. Racism is the problem. And they have it in spades. But when you point out the racism, you'll be called anti-Semitic. You'll be called the racist. I'm going to be breaking down the Jared Taylor versus E. Michael Jones debate later. They're talking past each other. Both prescriptions are wrong. Taylor ascribes to genetics the success of Western Civ. E. Michael Jones credits Catholicism. I would say uh, they're both partly right. Race probably had some nearly insignificant role. Catholicism probably did <laughs> help things back more than together. Free markets. Sea trade and free markets are why Europe had success. And only when they got that. They were not having success prior to that. Even when they did have Christianity. Other areas of the world have also had Christianity and still failed. Uh, and obviously whites, the whites, as Taylor would say, have also failed uh, miserably, uh, giving falling into communism, fascism, imperialism, and so on. Northern Europe was ass backwards for the majority of history until sea trade and free markets. Economic systems birth the growth of success far more and are a far greater predictable uh, element than genetics or any of this. Even the same race, like within the same race, uh, you have a greater spread than between races just based on geography. Even within the United States, your rural fish town, 
Charles Murray would put it, in, in the Appalachians or something, there's a greater gap from some uppity place in Connecticut. When we look at Florida and California, it's essentially the same racial makeup of whites, Latinos, and so on. You couldn't get any more different. And if you're going to have this idea of like, whites are leads or this or that, okay, well, 49 to 50 something percent of your white Americans are a bunch of shit lib liberals that want to castrate children with chemical lobotomies, can't understand how many genders there are, da 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 all the list of problems you hate, and the illegal immigration, and yada, yada, yada. You can't blame that on minorities. You're doing that. Your own leadership in Europe has opened the borders and, you know, wants to self-demise. You know, they don't say, oh, that's our gullibility of being just so, such an altruistic people. Bullshit. You murdered 25% of the planet if you're going to go along that line of thinking, which I don't. Governments did that, not race. The complexities of a political ideology are far beyond just, you cannot be such a reductionist and say, well, uh, you know, our genes make our brains and our brains make all decisions. It's software, not hardware. For example, your brain gives you the ability to learn a language. It does not decide which language your parents do. And any baby can learn any language. Even though, oh, in correlation, you know, look like an English baby speak English, Polish baby speak Polish, Japanese baby speak Japanese. Yeah, if you raise them to. But that's not part of their genes. The genes cut off on the just the ability to do any, any language at all. Specifically, which one you have is whatever you're programmed to learn. The same thing with the ideologies, political beliefs, economic systems, all that stuff is software. And all brains have the ability to do any software program. The slight differences on who could do it better or whatever are nearly insignificant compared to other greater factors which Taylor ignores. And uh, anyway, I'm going to be doing the J Jones-Taylor thing and I'm, I'm going to give them credit on the things they got right. Like, oh, wow, race exists. No shit. Oh, congratulations that you'll understand that subspecies are a real thing okay but so what that's not what you mean and that's not what that debate was about we all know that it was about all the prescriptions that they assign onto it after that which Jones correctly pointed out however his solution was uh, pretty pretty much uh, well better than Taylor's but pretty bad he's looking at it from a pragmatist point of view identifying as white white's a derogatory term shouldn't be but is Hume's guillotine difference between what is and what ought to be and if you're going to fight against like let's say toppling a statue or something like in St. Louis then yes Catholic is a more defendable position than white because guess what you don't own any media and they're going to label you white supremacist even if you're not even if you're just white advocates, you're still going to, proud boy, whatever it is, you're going to get labeled white supremacist, which makes you a non-person, right? Non-human, according to most other whites. That's who's going to shit on you the most because it's not a genetic predisposition. This is taught to people by blueberries, and that's who has the media. Whatever your tactics are, your strategy's off, and it won't matter. 
It doesn't matter if you identify as a religion, as an ethnic group, a linguistic group, a racial group. It doesn't matter. You're going to get called a Nazi and you're going to lose. Until you get the media. William Pierce is right on this. Until you get some portion of media back in your hands, all plans after that fail. Everything is predicated on gaining media, free speech. Because if you can't control the narrative, your own people will be taught to fight against you. That's just a little taste. And we're gonna, I'm going to play the whole debate. Let each one have his turn saying what they're saying. And then I'm going to break it down. We're going to do that over on Odyssey later. Today, I got to talk. I was going to do the debate thing today. But then we had this massive bombing in Kabul and Afghanistan. So, I showed you this picture. Let me. It's pretty awful. This is from a uh, an Italian charity hospital over there. You can see some of the wounded here. Over 140 wounded. A lot of people were in like a water, a canal. I think it might have even been wastewater. They, they're getting out of the heat. And they were bombed, suicide bombing. And there was another bombing. There's bombing at the entrance of the airport, another one near a hotel. Over 140 people wounded. 72 dead. And that number could change. It could go up. At least 72 dead. 11 U.S. Marines dead. One U.S. medic dead. And another U.S. There's 13 total. I don't know the, the final one. But 11 are Marines. One medic and one mystery. That means one spook probably. One spook got it. But in getting that spook, they had to get 12 other Americans. And 60 Afghanis. All gone, all dead, in the final stages of this pointless poppies war. Pointless. He could have done a mark of reprisal, same way we used to hunt pirates down, got bin Laden and got out. There was no need for regime change. They were not harboring the terrorists. Taliban would have gotten them themselves. Could have negotiated that. In fact, in the past, bin Laden was offered to Clinton and others. And no. Both Al-Qaeda and the U.S., or did I just repeat myself, have a vested interest in keeping him alive and keeping that boogeyman out there for as long as he was functional. Obama gets him just in time for helping himself get reelected. The surge lost about a thousand and change, 1200 or so. It didn't work. It accomplished nothing. Now you have ISIS-K. I'm laughing at the absurdity. You got ISIS in Syria. You had them in Iraq until Soleimani pushed him out. Then you killed Soleimani. Thanks, Trump. Fucked hard. 
But you got ISIS all over Syria, especially in Idlib. They're about to get a beatdown. Now you've got the Taliban that has captured a cache of advanced U.S. weapons, which they'll give to the Chinese, who will reverse engineer them. It's as if Biden just gave China a bunch of weapons. Why would Beijing Biden do that? Gee, no one saw that coming. Corn Pop's revenge. By the way, the Biden map is also available in the shop. Let me see if I can pull that out. Pull that up. I thought I had a graphic of it. Maybe not. Well, it's in the store anyway. It is in the store. And we've got our Uncle Ted. <laughs> I love this one. You can get it uh, in a solid color or with the rebel flag. And check out those glasses. You notice something in there? Notice what he's looking at? He's looking at us. Light a candle for him. And we are working on a um, ANC bikini bottom. We had that modeled uh, recently. Let's see if I have that. Uh, nope. Uh, this one? Yes. It's going to look good. Not done with that. Uh, Got to make the top still. <sighs> 72 dead. I don't have a problem with the withdrawal or doing one. But the way they did it, leaving weapons behind and removing the troops before the civilian personnel, overestimating the Afghan forces you left behind, and that may have been on purpose. There's a lot of lies and deception. Millie Vanilli with all his lies. Intelligence spooks with their lies. You've got a mixed bag, though. But it's like, just like the Iraq War. They don't listen to the intel experts. They're listening to the ones that give them the answer they want to hear. A bunch of yes men. And again, this is what happens because of censorship. You don't allow open dialogue. You make it publicly known these are the answers I want to hear and telling me otherwise is detrimental to your career. This is the only allowable conclusion and wow, shocking, that's the only conclusion you're proposed. They're doing this in politics. They're doing this in science. Say this or you hate your grandma. You better be a global warming alarmist, a COVID alarmist, a vaxxer. You have to be. Or you'd get fired. You'd be run out of town by the mob. It's the she's a witch crowd. She looks like one. Actually, I wouldn't mind bringing that logic back because then we could get rid of Pelosi. <laughs> Let's check the bigot arena. I'm sorry, folks. I have ranting. Oh, only one. Okay. Well, Lone Star Texan popping the cherry. Oh, Biden is a loser bitch in every way. He needs a Pinochet helicopter ride diagonal on. <laughs> yeah, he needs a Kobe Bryant helicopter ride. P. Dizzy with uh, one penny short of a dead grant, says uh, Dead Ulysses Grant. Right, thank you for the video on the Koof 
please share with your audience and then here is a link all right no problem here's I have many videos on the coof but there's one for you which one was that I wonder oh yeah yeah this is something that Chris Edwards has been saying by the way and I, I was talking to Pug. I don't know if he's in the Skype or not. Pug, if you're in there, try, just uh, message. I'll pull you on. Ricky Manor's in the chat, too. Let me see what he's up to. But I was talking to Pug about it. And, you know, them blaming... Uh, those blaming the non-vaxxers for the variants. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I remember, in, especially with bacteria and other things too like oh yeah it's the people not taking antibiotics that are making it stronger because reasons it's not how it works it's a vaccine that doesn't sterilize the agent that is after and so you are making super bugs and every booster shot you need it's a cycle it's a perpetual cycle they make the disease more deadly which needs you need more shots but not enough to kill it and then you make it even more deadly and then you need more booster shots it's booster indefinitely someone photoshopped Fauci with giant bat wings because that's the real bat that started this Obama made gain-of-function research on this crap illegal so they just moved it to China where they have no rules about anything and continued it over there it leaked or was released or whatever in Wuhan they overreact to their own provocation. Sound familiar? They put everything on lockdown. Depreciate the values of property and businesses. Fed has Blackstone and Larry Fink. Bling! Ring my bell. Is who goes and buys up property for pennies on the dollar. They don't care about the alienation of school kids, businesses, and so forth. They don't give a damn. Then they start fudging numbers by saying you died with COVID instead of from it. It is justifying monopolies. They shut down all the small businesses, but the mega stores, the Walmarts and Sam's Clubs, I think they're still open. How don't we flatten the curve by killing all the mega stores for a month and allowing all the small businesses open? Now, there are those fighting back. Sweden, Florida. Texas, Mississippi, Norway, and at first Tanzania, until they killed the leader, Catholic leader, murdered. There were some states going against it. Still are. The Great South is having none of it. Florida's gotten rid of mask mandates for children. You can still wear one. Those don't work anyway. The ones people actually wear, those little cloth masks and stuff, it stops the, the spittle. The spittle. doesn't stop the virus. Neither does the vaccine. Still transmit it, still get it. So there's no point in having it. You might reduce symptoms. But you're making the disease stronger in the long run. They don't care. This blueberry media is going to do lots of hand-waving and panicking because it is allowing 
a monopolization of property, consolidation of control over real estate. It is creating a dependency class where if you don't get in line, they just cut off your COVID bucks and you're fucked. It's leading to indefinite booster shots and people are going to start faking the vaccine passport and then they're going to say, oh, the, the physical passport is being faked. We're going to need microchips or a barcode or something uh, deeper. And they are instituting this. You will not be able to travel, shop. It's almost like the mark of the beast of buying and selling of man predicted in some book I read. Uh-huh. It's like... And I don't believe in the devil and all that, but it's as if someone is as bad as our our most worst fictional nightmares of how people could behave are happening. And it's not because of a bat. It's because of a ding-dong, Fauci. And this gullible public, this authoritarian, conformist, face diaper wearing pants shitter class that gets off on tattling on their neighbors. The Karen Society. DJ Cogdell for three. Any updates on your history course? I don't know anything about the Spanish-American, I think you meant Spanish-American War, and only a little bit about the Mexican-American War and would like to learn about them. Yeah, the original D-Day in Cuba was also June 6th. Spanish-American War starts in 1898. Mexican-American War in 48. There was a the Mexican secessionist movement prior to the Mexican-American War. And, of course, the original Texit was Texas seceding from Mexico. Other First, a central county in Mexico tried to secede and failed. And then several other... Mexico had a totalitarian central government, classic regional scapegoating, taxed the everyone, spent it exclusively in one little area in Mexico City. Just like the North was doing before the Civil War, they taxed the entire country, spent it all in Boston, Philly, and New York. And so you had sections of Mexico they just seceded from Spain 11 years prior they're trying to secede from the central authority in Mexico City Mexico was able to squash most of the rebellions except in the northeast which is Texas now well actually about half of Texas the other half of what's Texas now was Comancheria the southern part of Comancheria which was Comanche and Kiowa territory. The Apache actually allied with the Spanish for their own protection. Comanche successfully defeated the Texicans, the Mexicans, the Spanish, the CSA, and the USA. It wasn't until the 1870s under Grant. Uh, really, actually, it wasn't until a little after. He started it, but it's about 1877. Because of the advent of the repeat revolver, which was created in the Civil War, that they were able to uh, beat back the Comanche. And of course, like all Indian Wars, had a hefty ally in disease. Smallpox outbreaks devastated the Comanche. And so more Texas, uh, more territory was added to Texas. 
Now, what you have on paper and what you actually have is very different. But anyway, um, yeah, we could do a course in the Mexican War or the Spanish-American War. Neither one are what they said they were. All right, here's breakfast. Hooray. Trad wife for life. Get a good woman who can cook. Or man, I suppose. All right. Looking good. All right, I'm going to eat this. So let's get the, the rest of the bigot arena. Dr. Drayden 1, 5 Canadian. I think that's almost a penny. <laughs> One of the best streams I've seen. Keep up the great work. What are your thoughts on Rhodesia? Man, how, how about these random questions? The Spanish-American War and then Rhodesia. <laughs> Named after Cecil Rhodes. Asshole that he was. You have... And I'm glad you called it Rhodesia, too. Like, I'm glad you even know what that means. It's similar to the surrounding areas, I guess most famously in South Africa, but Rhodesia started a lot earlier with this murdering of white farmers. I'm talking about current situation. I'm not going to go over the whole history of Rhodesia. They got fucked, like almost all of Africa got colonized and then faced neocolonialism and then their own little puppet regime corrupt African despots it doesn't matter if you have a foreign or native corrupt government corruption is corruption it don't matter what color they are you don't think a uh, native African dictator won't be as bad or worse as the colonial one at least the colonial one needs the state to function at some level so they can exploit it and get the resources to Europe or wherever you know, whoever's colonizing it. The despot just eats it for their own personal wealth. There's endless examples. But anyway, in Rhodesia, currently, it's it's this weird thing. You've got people... Alright, forget about color for a second. Right? We're supposed to not see it, right? You have farmers being murdered and replaced by another group. They're not being replaced by African farmers. They're just being replaced by blacks and usually don't know how to farm. People don't understand. Farming to scale is skilled labor. You can't just dig a hole and put some seeds in it and then water it later. It's not that, it's not that easy. That's not how it works. Agriculture is an advanced business when you're talking about feeding tens of millions. And the little, it's just like race car driving. Like, oh, I know how to drive in a circle. Yeah, I'm sure you could, if you're out there by yourself, you could probably do 100 laps in a car. But you're going to get smoked by a race car driver. Because every little incremental change, that little tenth of a degree in the turn or whatever, adds up over 100 laps. And every little thing you do, let's say with agriculture, like if you don't get it, it fails. You have shortages. It's skilled labor. It's very complex and crop rotation, all that. Anyway, they're killing white farmers. They're not replacing them with black farmers. Not that that would be okay anyway. Killing is killing, but they're doubling down on the stupidity by just handing the farms over and be like, blacks own this now. Okay, Eva, ah, Mackie, that's, uh, you're going to starve, which they are. They have shortages. Now they have to import. Oh, give us more aid. And the aid is perpetuating this crap because aid creates dependency states, which is the point of it. Uh, the liberals like to pontificate, like, we're helping the poor widow Africans 
who cannot do this on their own. Well, they could. But not with the governments they got. Which they don't choose. This is his spook run. But the other layer to this is they're the majority of people, especially whites, are afraid to point out that white farmers are being murdered, and they are, because they'll be labeled racist. And there's this other attitude, and this is the sickest thing, this is this Antifa level stuff, of people who feel like, well, they deserve it. Because of all the oppression and abuse in the past and forcing Africans, 20, 20 dead a week in mining operations up until like the 90s. This isn't ancient history. This is very recent. That whole canary in the coal mine, it was the nibba in the coal mine. Like they just sent human beings in. You should see all the missing fingers and thumbs and limbs and stuff from the gathering of rubber and the dangerousness of it. It is that is very real and sick. But you cannot take those crimes done by individuals and states and corporations and collectively blame that on people based on color. We're like, well, people who look like you did this, so you're guilty too. That is, that's racist. Stupidity of stupid. It's stupid. It's ignorant. But they're being governed by their emotions. Like, oh, this is revenge. You did this. This group did this to this group. So now they can do it back. That ain't how it works. But when you are a supremacist, black or white, you think collectively. And so you start thinking this is okay. Or worse, you thought it was okay to colonize. Like, oh, well, we brought them benefits. It's like, yeah, you could have brought all those benefits without all the violence and abuse. You could live with people and trade and uh, advanced technology and all that without the exploitation and abuse. They, it's such a either or it's literally a black and white way of thinking. And the native Africans are just as bad. If they had the technological uh, edge or whatever, they would have colonized them. They would well, they already do colonize each other. They could have colonized uh, the Middle East, Europe, or whatever too. Actually, did in ancient history. We had um, uh, both Carthage, Egypt. Is you had North African empires back in the day. The Moors went into Iberia too, and yeah, it's uh, and it's not all African is black, by the way. Arabs and others and barbar lots of different races live on the continent of Africa, indigenously. I mean, six, seven generations deep or more. But anyway, uh, Rhodesia's fucked, man. And the part of the reason that it is so hard to implement change is. Nobody feels comfortable talking about very factual situation of the murder of these families who, you know, sordid history or not, know what they're doing and are the ones they're farming. You either teach those skills to others and incorporate them in and slowly, you know, coexist in an occupation. Or you're going to have them leave out of fear or worse, get killed, and there's nothing there to replace those skills. Or not enough, at least. And they're going to end up with shortages, and then they're going to blame that. It's like the Antifa 
who just got beat up by the Proud Boys, and this is just two retards fighting each other. And then they call the cops. Why weren't you here earlier? Wait, aren't you? Th don't you want to defund us? And that's what ha just happened in Portland, by the way. You've always had anarcho tyranny where the soy boys are protected by the police. The police refuse to stop them. Could, but they won't because of political this and that. Okay, we'll just get rid of the cops. And the citizens will steamroll Antifa just like that. Which is what they did. A small minority of people with upper body strength can wipe out a whole crowd of Antifa. If the cops are out of the way. So that's partly why I'm like, yeah, get rid of the government thugs because they're your state-ordained violence and you don't realize this. And the citizens would start you if the cops were removed. So yeah, let the cops take a time out and people who are not politically tied, who don't care what the DA or the mayor would ever think, as long as they're not going to go to jail, they will implement the steps needed to get rid of these terrorists in blue cities. Oh yeah, I'm being oh here we got another troll in there. Yes, uh oh I gotta address the Adam Green crap too. Adam Green played some stupid fucking clip of neocons like John McCain and James Woolsey that said Putin blew up an apartment. I guess to initiate the war with Chechnya that had already been going on for three months. They were already at war. So it doesn't make any sense to do a false flag apartment bombing like the Reichstag fire. The Reichstag fire was not a false flag either, by the way. This crap guy, this is Alex Jones. Like, he's the one that took the shit from the neocons. Woolsey, the same guy that lied about anthrax and Litvinenko and other things, is saying the FSB guy had a bomb, apartment bombing and they killed Anna, the journalist that was saying mean things about Vladimir Putin and it was on his birthday. <laughs> Zog. I already debunked this when Brandon Martinez was whining about the same bullshit. They'd already been at war for three months, and like with tanks and everything. So you don't need a pretext to go to war with people you're already at war with. The Chechens had already bombed three other apartment complexes prior to the one in question. And the one in question, hey, here's a thought. Woolsey's lying. Duh. Tried to blame Russia for 9-11 based on this. This has got to be marijuana talking. He supports the war against terrorists. Yeah, I bet they do. They had terrorists go in and gas a movie theater. They're dealing with actual Chechen terrorists. So the support of war on terrorists. So do people like Tulsi Gabbard, who probably think is Zog too. She was against the wars, but okay with wiping out Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda is bad. ISIS is bad. They should be wiped out. But we don't have that responsibility. I'm sure the Syrian government could wipe out the terrorist elements in Syria if the U.S. would stop arming them. If the U.S. would stop supporting the annexation of what's now called Rojava by arming the Kurds and sitting in the way. We get out. They'd roll over that area faster than the Taliban rolled over Afghanistan. Do you see the degrees of Kevin Bacon? Like, oh... 
Russia wants to fight terrorists, therefore they're pro-war on terrorism, therefore they must have done 9-11 because after 9-11 we declared a war on terrorism. The mental gymnastics involved in that. I mean, it's like, they, they go further than that. They blame, they say Iran is Zog too. Like, it's all fake. Like, Iran and Russia want U.S. sanctions. They love that. They love, they have all those sanctions just, you know, to make their, their pretend play look more plausible. 1,000% <laughs> Iran does not like having sanctions and neither does Russia. They're being economically strangled. And the reason there are sanctions on Iran and Russia is because they are opposing Israeli interests in Syria. Iran's also opposing Israeli interests in Lebanon since they're a not-so-covert sponsor of Hezbollah. These idiots are like, nah, man, everybody, Iran, Russia, Tulsi, they even called Ron Paul a Russian asset. Ron Paul. Because he's on RT sometimes. So, you know, that's the reason. I've been on RT. Not for a long time, but I've been on there. I've been on Sputnik, too. I've also been on news out of Pakistan, Qatar, Iran, the United States, Japan. You know, I got a lot of governments paying me, apparently. These people are fucking dumb. I would say it's trolls, but I don't think so. I think they're sincere. I think they actually are that fucking stupid. And what a black pill. If Russia and Iran are secretly Zog... And obviously the United States is, uh, in Canada and so on. Then, like, there's no resistance. Give up. Screw it. Everybody's Zog. <laughs> it's Oprah, you're, you're Zog, you're Zog, and you're Zog. Russia is, Putin's a Russian nationalist. He does not follow or, uh, he doesn't go with or against Israel. What he does is he goes for Russia. If Israel and Russia have overlapping interests, he will work with them. If they do not, he will not work with them. To be Zog, Zionist occupied government, means a state is putting Israeli interests above its own. Which Russia and Iran obviously do not do. The U.S. does. The U.S. has spent trillions of dollars and thousands of lives forwarding Israeli interests against American interests. One of which is supporting the terrorists in Syria. And who's on the other side? Who was actually invited to Syria? Of course, maybe they think Syria is also Zog. And they're just pretending to fight each other. Pfft. I've asked them point blank. I've asked Adam a bunch of times too. Can you give me an example where they put Israeli interests above their own? No answer. They just, oh, come on. What about what? He's got a photo with this guy in Chabad. So? Wow, world leader meets with people. No shit. He has photos with some of the oligarchs that he ended up throwing in prison, too. Oh, they're just in jail to, you know, to make you believe that they're not Zog. It's just all pretend. These have got to be the dumbest goddamn takes I've ever seen. And no one is dumber than that Bajerkin's jerk-off that thinks Adolf Hitler was Zog because of the Havara agreement that they cut off in '39 before they sent uh, hundreds of thousands of Jews into labor camps. Oh yeah, he just... He threw a Rothschild in jail, but that was just to get credibility. He's still secretly Zog. Hitler was Zog. You're, you're a goddamn retard. Hitler was anti-Semitic. He was. 
He totally did believe in all that folk racial stuff. Got the idea from the United States, in fact. It's in all his writings. It's all through Mein Kampf. It is not just some big pretend facade. And he absolutely did want to kick Jews out of Germany and the conquering territory, the territories he planned on conquering. He wanted them all out. He did put them in labor camps. And he killed them. It happened. Working with the Zionists, well, both both factions want to kick the Jays out of Germany and Poland. The Zionists want them to migrate to Palestine. Hitler doesn't care. Oh, great, that gives the British a headache. Who he's going to be at war with? How do these, these people... Yeah, forgive him, he's blind. It's got to be pot. You can't get that dumb without drugs. You just can't. You can't get that paranoid where you think everyone's actually secretly against you and be an adult without drugs. And marijuana affects different people differently. Scott Horton smokes pot. It's not a problem. He can memorize things. It's not. He can deal with it. Just like alcohol. Some people can drink every dinner and it doesn't. They're perfectly functional people. But other people fall apart. And run into other people with their car or beat their wife or whatever because they drink. And there's some people who smoke pot who are fine. And there's some people who get just start getting super paranoid to the point where they don't know the shape of the earth. I had some of those geniuses in the other day. They said, oh, the, the sun is actually way smaller but way closer to the earth. Bam. Said, okay, how come you can't see it at night? You can't see the sun at night because the earth is round and the sun's on the other side. If it was flat, and yet the brightest is obviously bright enough to make it daytime on part of the disk or whatever, then the other side, of the, the other side, meaning like horizontally or whatever, should be able to see the brightest star. You can see all the other stars, but you can't see the one that's so bright it lights up the other half of the disk. How come? Because the earth is not flat. It is round. They didn't have a rebuttal of that. They're just, uh, oh, yeah, well, uh, the Bible says it's flat. I'm like, well, the Bible also has a talking donkey and animal sacrifice and a whole bunch of other silly shit. Anyway, we're ad-libbing. Squirrel nuts. Set, oh, wait, before that one. A couple before that one. All right, didn't see the move. Lone Star says, uh, loving the Texas history, Dagnalon. DJ Cogdill says, yes, I meant Spanish-American War. I'd recommend in the courses do the propaganda surrounding the events, what really happened, and how to dismantle whatever the myths are so we fully understand them. You know, that's a unique... I, I like that. Say, like, what sort of the official narrative is and then the truth <laughs> and then how to uh, disseminate the information the thing is with the mexican-american war with the spanish-american war the official story like from historians is what i'm saying but the sort of pop culture hollywood narrative is different 
and it's not that historians disagree and there's some big divide on like why the like why the war was were started or anything it's just the bullshit you're getting from tv and stuff like oh america stole that territory from mexico no that territory was seceding from mexico and did and then after that joined the united states of their own volition I don't know of a history book or course in college or whatever that teaches anything other than that. The thing is, it's the people who are not taking the history courses who are just, I don't know where they're, <laughs> they're making it up. This magazine, Science and History, where they're all, they have this narrative of like evil white man stole Texas or whatever. Or the Spanish-American War, I don't think there's a lot of like, I think it's pretty well known. They blamed that on the Maine, the sinking of the Maine which the Spanish did not attack. And I think they just don't teach anything at all. Like, the people don't have a false narrative. They have no narrative. They're like, oh, yeah, we went to war with Spain, and somehow re they kicked them out of the Philippines, and then we occupy the Philippines and Guam. And they don't know why. But it's not as bad as, like, the Civil War or whatever, where they're giving a bullshit reason. They're just not even given any reason. They're just like, oh, yeah, Spanish-American War, we won. This happens. I don't think they're told. And there's a lot of stuff like that, uh, especially with the Indian Wars and stuff. It's just you don't even know it happened. I bet there are Americans that don't know there was a Spanish-American War. That is how bad we are losing on the history front. We're so deep in our own end zone, it's ridiculous. And I, I just... I don't know why... Because you have history in school. You're supposed to. You're supposed to have four years of U.S. history in high school. Like, what do, you, what do they do? Or are they teaching it and students just ignore it? Because they're like, I don't need this. Maybe they're too young to know why it will be important. I don't know. I had history classes. We didn't go over everything, but we, all the major conflicts and stuff were covered. That was in Virginia, also North Carolina. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know if it's a generational thing, if it's a recent thing, a regional thing, but there definitely are people with no clue about their own history. And American history is one of the shortest ones. We're pretty new. There's a few states that are newer than the United States, like Eritrea and South Sudan and so on, but the U.S. is pretty short. They're not teaching shit. They don't teach anything about the Founding Fathers other than they're a bunch of... It's like they got their history from a comedian. They're a bunch of old white guys wearing wigs in the heat of the summer. Who owned slaves. <laughs> Comedians. Yeah, that was like a joke. Like the, their, the liberal defense against the Second Amendment is... Well, when they said the right to bear arms, it was like loading muskets, not automatic weapons. Da, 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 da. And that came from a comic. If you're getting your news, and even worse, your history from late night comedians and stand up comedians, you got problems. Immortal AI says, do you have any thoughts on NATO? Should the U.S. be a member? Is it good for the country? <laughs> no. It's a giant waste of money. 
Soviet Union's gone, folks. We should be working with the Persians, the Russians, and the Arabs. They've got resources. We've got resources and money. We should have peace and trade. The real enemy is Israel. All this conflict is their problem. And we have this giant opposition to all these Arab states and Persian states and the Russian state because it goes against Israeli interests. The parasite. That one piece of shit country has its talons so deep in our government with all the kiddly fiddling Easily blackmailed, easily compromised MFers that comprise the political bodies in the United States. And it is not a conflict of race or any of this crap. That's their, they're weaponizing that and putting that on you. Don't play their games. The problem is Zionism, it's an ideology of racial supremacy dressed up in religion dressed up in atrocity propaganda the solution is ending all aid to Israel and that will never happen until we regain our media step one in the battlefield is regaining media if we don't do that because that predicates everything else we will not win on any other fronts don't divide the goy. All this crap. Uh, like this is They do this on purpose. Divide and conquer. Soul focus. Every race, every creed, every whatever should be on fighting and removing this parasitic, racist, apartheid regime and prevent them from dictating our policy. And part of that fight goes against exposing the human traffickers like Jeffrey Epstein. If I was to walk through that map and tell you and label every blueberry, I'd have to walk through almost the entire map. There's like five out of 63 people that are non, that are, that are kosher berries. The rest, all from the group you're not allowed to talk about on YouTube. That's real privilege. It's not white privilege, red privilege, black privilege. It's privilege. To learn who rules over you, just look at who you're not allowed to talk about. The racist GCL protects itself with the ADL and SPLC, both racist organizations. By waving their finger around and calling everybody else a Nazi and an anti-Semite. They are the ones that define people by biology. They are the ones that support racial colonization and segregation. If you're really against racism, stop participating in it. Stop supporting Zionism. Stop demonizing the white race. Or any other race. Bell curve crap and all that. 
and identify the real enemy. Why do we go to war with Iraq? Why is there a refugee crisis in Europe? Why do we place sanctions on Iran, which you're eating at the gas pump? Who had this giant international rape ring, pedophile ring? Which state was sponsoring that? Which state does the mega group hold its loyalties to? Who's the principal trafficker of illegal organ trafficking? Pornography. You find something degenerate, the Israelis are all over it. Well, this stream is definitely going to be uh, <laughs> one and done. We're going to have to move this over to BitChute, I guess. And Odyssey. You know, NATO sucks. U.S. is paying too much for it and it has lost its initial purpose. Soviet Union's over. 6WL says, Can you go over a little bit about the Zionist future plan for the Middle East if the Taliban control Afghanistan? Will it help or hinder it? It will hinder it, uh, assuming they end the opium trade, which I believe they will do since they already did that before in 2001, which is the original reason for attacking them. Because ending the opioid trade uh, cuts off a giant source for black budgets, which the CIA uses to fund terrorist groups, uh, terrorist groups that are uh, engaged in activities that benefit the Israeli state. <clears throat> However, uh, the way they did it by leaving advanced weaponry there for the Taliban to sell to China to reverse engineer causes other problems. And we routinely catch the Israelis doing the same thing. They take weapons, reverse engineer it, and give it to China. In exchange, China's cracking down on some of their enemies. Squirrel Nuts says, keep reproducing, we need more of you. Well, I popped out three boys. So... I don't know. I think we're done. <laughs> I have a twin brother. He popped out a few. Squirrel Nuts. Oh, I got that. Uh, inner CIA. Oh, Inner CIA. I get it. Biden said the bombings were done by ISIS-K today. What the fuck is ISIS-K? I don't know. isis Kabul probably. Uh, what are <laughs> what are their ISIS variants now? <laughs> variants? Yeah, the ISIS variant. The, the Delta variant of ISIS. Is <laughs> so stupid. You're going to push India and Russia and Saudi Arabia together. You're going to lose Saudi Arabia from your axis of evil. They're going to do evil on another team. DAF B3, uh, DAF 3, DAF Beta, I think. Beta spelled with a 3 instead of an E because millennials like to spell things with numbers. The Dead Kennedys have a song about the plight of uh, SA farmer, oh, South African farmers. I think it's called Kill the Boar. Also, given the Dim seem to want to end the U.S. Do you think Diagonalon can be memed into existence? We're going to meme it into existence. We're at least going to get Texit. It will just take, or Greater Idaho, it's just going to take one place to do it. Once people see it can be done, it's on. This The country is just too different. Southern California and that... that hole in the northeast the the yankee butthole of new jersey new york are just uh, totally incompatible with normal people and there's going to need to be a breakaway 
You can't fix DC. It's broken. It's fucked. You can't fix it. You have to separate. And I'm going to try to meme it into existence. Cupcake Pug Dog. Hey, if you want to come on, uh, just Skype on in, dude. If you're still listening. Oh, wait. Here he is. Let's see. Well, I'll read the, the chat and then I'll read what was in Skype if you like. He says, to people bitching about the 13 troops killed, them and 3,500 more dead soldiers would still be alive and home <laughs> with their families had we withdrawn in 2011. That's right. The 72 dead people is just a, another sad chapter on this long, pointless 20-year war. But, but, I, I don't think losing... 13 soldiers or whatever makes a big difference if the ultimate end is getting the hell out of there. The longer you stay, I mean, why do they get killed? Because they're over there. That whole we got to get them there before they get us here. It's like, no, you go over there, they're going to get you there. <sighs> Taliban is not going to fly across the ocean and bomb the United States. But ISIS-K might. You know, they, they might be in your cities already. Stop messing with people. But we've lost thousands in Afghanistan. $2.3 trillion this now. I said 2.2. 2.3 now. They were saying 1. $2.3 trillion wasted in that sinkhole. And what do we have to show for it? A bunch of dead people and a lot of profiteering. Wasted money. We didn't build infrastructure. We didn't liberate women. We didn't do any of the... The... I call it the do-gooder facade in my book, The Separation of Business and State. They always have some public, acceptable pretext to do something. Whether it's, you know, in the war, environmental policy, medical, whatever. And then the reality is way more sinister. They do that over and over again. G says, wait a minute, George Carlin, Bill Hicks said more truth about wars than their causes. True. Uh, George Carlin speech on the uh, the American dream is great, but it's still, they're all oversimplified. And you're just comparing like more truth than the other idiot comedians. Like, okay, compared to what? compared to the other late night comedians where people get their news in history like I like George Garland Bill Hicks funny funny guys they saw the evil they saw the broken system but they're not going to teach you a history lesson about the Spanish American War and stuff you know like they didn't but Carlin is great so there are there are it is a medium that can be used for a positive I mean Sam Tripoli's out there today he's no George Carlin but he is you know Speaking truth to power. There are uh, social commentaries. Ryan Long and um, J.P. Sears. They're modern comedians that are, you know, speaking out against wokeness and the rest of that. But they ain't on TV. If you want to get your special on Comedy Central today, you got to be woke. You got to talk about race. Every Look at all the comedians on TV that talk about race. It's like a one-issue pony. Racism, sexism, da, 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 da. 
you will not get to be on blueberry television with a comedy special unless you're one of these race obsessed lunatics any other form of comedy if you're not including the racial jokes and bash on white guys you're not going to get a spot and they realize this and they adapt their material to add that to incorporate that because the pinnacle that you can reach as a comedian is to get on television If you were old enough, like a Carlin, or you started in the 80s or something, you may have been able to squeak in before they clamped the doors shut with Comedy Central. You're not going to get a show. You're not going to have Steve Colbert's position or Trevor Noah unless you're some woke asshole, a John Oliver. There's no... Like George Carlin's not going to be given, if he was alive, he was not going to be given a show like that. No way. You're not going to get Leno's spot or Letterman's spot or... Whoever was it, Conan? I don't even know who's doing it in the U.S. Jimmy Fallon, I guess. You just you're gonna play karaoke with celebrities and talk nonsense and wokeness, because that form, that media slot, just like the sitcoms and the news, is there for propaganda. A Carlin or a Chappelle or something, they gotta really fight uphill to get to get their material out. And if Carlin was here today. They would go after him. He checked out at the right time. Bill Hicks too. Sergeant Bear says, hashtag tags it now. Cosmic the Alien says, I think Taliban 2.0 has done an opium deal. It just took 20 years to make the deal. <laughs> X0R21GM07Q. I'm sure that's the real name. Uh, but what would secession look like with these fragmented states that left the Union be able to thrive on their own? Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the relationship they're in now, it, they're getting taxed by the federal government and it's not being spent on them. It's The states with the least amount of debt, Texas, Florida, like it's all these southern Chad states. The states with the most debt, the cities with the most debt, L.A., New York, it's California, it's New York, it's Illinois. Check it out. All these Yankee states are super in debt and have a parasitic relationship to the functional states that actually have fiscal responsibility and bring in revenue. I think you'd see a mass exodus too. Like who wants to live under lockdown and all that? They're going to come to the free state. If you got rid of the wasteful spending from D.C. as well as state governments, these Yankee state governments, the other states could thrive a lot better on their own. You'd still be able to trade with your neighbors and everything. They're not going to blockade each other. But you would no longer be able to issue these federal mandates. You wouldn't be able to send such a large portion of the U.S. into war because you would not have sovereignty over them anymore. It would end all the wars. Oh, it would be beautiful. Secession is, is a must. It would suck for California. It would suck for the blue states. They'd lose all their revenue and power. Cosmic the Alien says people think America will look people think America will look after helpers in its wars. I think people think America will look after its helpers. I mean, what will people think America will look like after its helpers? Anyway, 
When have they ever done that? Have they always just thrown all the helpers to the wolves, Afghanistan? So, I guess like Kosovo, you know, that was nation building. Kosovo exists now. Um, the Marshall Plan. I mean, there are, you could, you could do things better. But when they, they were not trying to nation build. If you oh you can't nation build you can with enormous effort but there you you're not going to with this government they were not going to Afghanistan like they did to Japan post World War II and write a constitution and give women the rights to vote and implement you know a bill of rights and all that that happened to Japan no they went over there and just picked Karzai, a Unicall employee who got his tribal affiliates in charge of the, his governors of all the little towns and stuff with no concern of how it turns out. They didn't care. They just wanted the opium and the mineral wealth, the metals and things that exist that are valuable that they could extract. Same with Iraq. Biden giving contracts, to, or not Biden, but uh, the government giving the Biden's contracts, like Biden's brother, to build houses and then they don't build any houses. They're not there to nation build. That's an excuse. They're there for exploitation. And they got it. They got 20 years worth of minerals and poppy from Afghanistan. They raped that place. 35 million people live there. Raped. And they just sat by with all the actual rape, like Man Boy Lovin', Northern Alliance raping kids, our, our, our great, you know, moderate allies, are a bunch of child rapists. I guess they'd fit in Hollywood or D.C. <laughs> Maybe a Weinstein or, or a, a lot of these Steens and Berg who vacation there and rape little boys. Arthur Rene says, what states do you think would leave? And if more than one leaves, would they form some sort of confederacy? See, that's what I would like. I think it would be more beneficial for those states, let's say the states within the United States, if they left to confederate. That's another one of those things that's like taboo because of the Civil War. And the Civil War is lied about being like, oh, slavery, this and that. We have Switzerland's confederacy. Like, it's a perfectly viable form of government, and that would be best. As which would leave Texas, Florida, Mississippi, Montana, both Dakotas. That is that diagonal map, pretty much. It's the that Midwest from, like, at least Idaho to, uh, to Florida in a diagonal line, plus the old CSA, although I'm not sure about Virginia. I think we might grab West Virginia, ironically. I'm not sure about Iowa either. But definitely all the states adjacent to Texas and Florida. I think we could also grab Alaska and have a confederacy. Push D.C. out. Or just impeach them. Get a good swath of Republicans in on 2022 because you now have voter ID in enough states and start impeaching the government. That's another out. 
Big Shekel for 10 says, since the U.S. is getting out of Afghanistan, where else will our funding for black operations come from? Well, Big Pharma's got plenty of money from uh, Rona now. So, yeah, it's, um, you're looking for new conflicts. But I think COVID is, they have broken the economy so much. Which causes people to become more desperate and turn to mercenary work. They all they still have their classic. They have narcotics traffic from other places, but you've got your um, mercenary in light of ruin, prostitution, and um, sex trafficking, and so on that they finance things with. And uh, they don't really have to do it so off the books with Biden. He's on board. Remember, he got up and said, "We're back." What do you mean, we are back? Squirrel Nuts said, I saw an article saying that ivermectin was approved to be distributed in Tokyo. Have you heard or seen anything on this? I don't live in Tokyo. But yes, they have ivermectin. And yeah, you can take that if you like. They're pushing vaccines on children in Japan, like down to 12 years old. Just to get their numbers up because Japan is very image conscious. I'm going to make a shirt that says the media is a virus. So I'm going to put it in Japanese and English. And uh, I'm going to order a bunch and just give them to people. I'm going to not wear a mask and go outside and and fight back. I have a son who's 12. And their school is pushing vaccines. It's sick. But yes, you can also take ivermectin. They also did recall some vaccine because they found a bunch of foreign uh contaminants in a batch I think from Moderna I don't remember which one but some million something shots worth of vaccine were contaminated so that's they're pumping the brakes on that and that might be why they're going to ivermectin you don't need anything if you're under 70 and you're not obese and you're not a needle user you don't need anything you just need to not be a pussy Stop being scared of your own shadow. It's not going to affect you any more than the flu. Unless you're in one of these high risk categories. In which case the flu would also fuck you up. Cosmic the Aliens. So where is the military industrial complex going next? Ethiopia seems like the next best thing to Afghanistan. Mountainous. uh, Sectional uh, communities will hurt Egypt. Make Israel happy. Sorry about my misspelling. Um, yeah, don't worry about your spelling. I don't care. Ethiopia has uh, been sort of on a simultaneous course anyway. And you're right. And things are turning up there. But I would say it's not going to be the U.S.'s move. It's going to be Iran and Russia are going to increase presence in Syria trap them in the Middle East. I think psychologically, even though the U.S. just left, psychologically, it's like, oh, the Taliban pushed them out. They're weak now. That ain't what happened. But it's emboldened fighters to fight against the U.S. We're going to have problems between China and Taiwan as well. They're not so scared of the U.S. Navy after this. And they have your weapons now. They'll know their weaknesses. 
and they'll be able to build them themselves. Japan and it's not going to do. Japan and Taiwan have tightened their alliance. And the U.S. military is still good at destroying stuff. It's all it's all they know how to do. The policy side of it, they hand over the government, and it's it's a disaster. But where will things pop off next? I think where they're already popping off, like Ethiopia, Yemen, Syria, where you already have ongoing conflicts. But I think you're going to see more of ISIS-K, and that will not stay in Afghanistan. The media will spin this of, see, this is why we should never pull out of anywhere. They're going to spin this because they want perpetual conflict. Anyway, I've been staring at this breakfast and I want to get to it. So y'all have a good one. We'll do the Jared Taylor, um, E. Michael Jones thing, maybe tomorrow. We'll do it live. And uh, this video will self-destruct. I'm going to move it to BitChute. So just wait. You'll see it over there. It'll also be on A&C Report and PeerTube and Odyssey, not Rumble. I got banned from Rumble. Check another box, right? Uh, get your Epstein map. It's updated. New names, new details. The link's in the description right now if you want to get it before I show this video. And, um, yeah, we'll do the debate tomorrow. So I'll see you then. Here's a, a quick commercial. Introducing Cognitive, Cognitive Interrupter, Interrupter Alpha. Alpha. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. Scientifically formulated by men who look like doctors. This supplement has been proven in over one and a half studies to heighten critical thinking while simultaneously preserving your myopic Abrahamic nationalist worldview while still keeping you on a short leash of ignorance and fear. Ah! Results may vary from person to person. May take 104 weeks to see lasting results. If words appear, Hey Doc, what the hell is this? I don't know, but it don't look right. Please contact your local Jonestown chapter. And remember to check out and select auto shift for a sweet 45 degree win. Fuck yeah. As much as I can pack into a bottle of cognitive interrupter alpha. Now with advanced perineal hydrosodium extract. On sale for the next two and a half minutes with free shipping and handling. Introducing Cognitive, Cognitive Interrupter, Interrupter.